Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, so excited to record today's episode. Podcasting is definitely going to be a little bit random for the next little bit. Um, I'm currently due <laughs> with my little little Jaden tomorrow, so we're just we're just kind of soaking up the last few moments, and then I'll obviously be taking some time off. But I wanted to get you guys an episode this week, so I got some questions from Instagram and Facebook. And if there's anything you'd like to hear about on the podcast, please don't hesitate to shoot me a message because I love putting together episodes that are really relevant to what you guys are going through. And I feel like it's just such a really amazing co-creation because in the asking of the questions that you guys asked me, I feel like I had some really huge breakthroughs. So I hope that you guys have some really big breakthroughs in this episode. I think this is a really important episode. Um, and so today we're covering... A lot go I really want to talk about like expectation and detachment and then how to take action when you're in a period of depression, how to let go of shame around not making enough money and still finding pride in yourself, um, the waiting game in manifestation. And lastly, this is like a bit of a random quickie, but how to plan for Matt Leave as an entrepreneur. So we're gonna dive into a whole bunch of different topics and um I can't wait. So let's just dive right in. So especially in terms of like taking action when you're in a period of depression or letting go of shame around money and like when you're in the waiting game, something all of these things have in common is this expectation that things should be different than they currently are, which leads us to disappointment when things aren't how we think they should be, if that makes sense. So this has been coming up for me a lot recently and I was diving into some gene keys and Apparently, it's actually something I'm really meant to heal and teach people is around expectation and detachment. So inside all of us, there is a part of us that is waiting for aspects of something, aspects of our lives to improve, like for this great future when finally all can be exactly as we dream it to be, but not now. Like first, we have a few things we need to clear up before we can be happy. So I'm I'm sure this can sound familiar. For some of us, it's like, I'll be happy when... But that that actually doesn't resonate as much with me because I do feel like I am so happy. But there is a part of me that's always thinking, I'll be happier when. <laughs> so there's still this expectation that something in the future will be better. And there's something I need to fix now in order for that to happen. So you can probably see how much this can mess with not just our manifestations, but obviously placing our happiness on hold. We place all the good stuff in the future when all we have is now. And not only that, we think there's something we need to fix now in order to get there. So we're spending our entire like moments of presence and nowness. <laughs> we're spending our entire lives trying to fix for the future instead of soaking up all the happiness that is available to us now. Because happiness doesn't need anything. We have bliss available to us at all times. And expectation on its own doesn't need to be a bad thing. It just really depends on how you react to your own expectations. And this is a measure of how much trust you have in life. So whenever you identify with an expectation and it starts moving in a perhaps a different direction than you wanted, you can see how attached you are. If you feel disappointed, if you're grasping, if you're trying to change it. Um, yeah, if you're feeling kind of like 
flaky and all over the place. So the goal here is to really raise your frequency to be able to hold an expectation without being attached to it. And this comes back to remembering that this is all part of a greater cycle. Everything fits into a far bigger picture than we can possibly comprehend. And I am so grateful for like the experiences I've had in my life that have really shown me this. Like when I look back at my life, I can see every period of like disappointment, like maybe around my body or with dating or relationships and turmoil and confusion that I went through was, was all part of this much bigger, grander plan that has been so perfect in the unfolding. So it can be really helpful to look back in your life and really notice where those disappointments where you had an expectation that didn't pan out the way you wanted have have really been all pieces of the puzzle of something so much greater and if we can remember that in the moment and detach from these expectations we will be so much happier so disappointment only comes up when you're thinking small and getting caught up in the event that you're identifying with rather than seeing its place in a bigger picture so I mean, regardless of whether your expectation is positive or negative, it narrows your field of vision and cuts you off from the limitless potential that exists in every single moment. So detachment really comes from having just a huge amount of love and trust in life. And it's about working with your expectation rather than being a victim to it. And when you yield and trust in life, you can trust in the ebb and flow of events and you can really see it in a bigger picture, which will provide you with so much peace. So whenever you are feeling like disappointed or ashamed or guilty or like something is wrong in this moment, really look at what expectation you are identifying with. Like, what are you making this mean? Can you instead come back to a bigger picture? Can you release the expectation that things should be different and trust in the ebb and flow of how life is unfolding? Can you notice the illusions you are creating like in your mind that are holding you back from true happiness now? And an easy way to do this is to just notice like, what do I want to be different here? Like, how am I placing my happiness on hold? Can I come back instead to the present moment and recognize that this is all just my mind making up stories around what is good enough or right? It's truly all an illusion of our ego that is keeping us down. So true bliss and happiness is available to us right now. It lives within us. It's not something we need to get or we need external things to get or feel. Nothing needs to be different in this moment. There's nothing to fix at all. So that's just something I really wanted to touch on. It's really hitting me today. Um, Just how much of my life I've spent, like, obviously, like, I love my life so much, but there's there's a piece of me that's always aiming for something bigger or reaching the next level. I mean, obviously my kind of entire career is based around manifestation, which is like creating this dream life and, and creating more of things like more success, more money, more love, more abundance, more of whatever. And that's something that I do thrive off of, but I really am noticing the ways in which I'm not allowing myself to treat, to truly feel like, the highest level of happiness now because I'm thinking some far somewhere in the future it's going to be better and I think pregnancy has been such a good um kind of analogy for this it's like when you first find out you're pregnant 
you're like so happy, but then it's like, oh, okay, I really want to know the gender. Like I, I wanted to know the gender so badly. And then once it's that, it's like, I want to look pregnant. Like I want to have my bump. And then once now I'm due any day. And now it's like this anticipation of the next thing, like the, the labor, the baby coming, the newborn stage, then I'm probably going to be dreaming of when he's sleeping through the night. It's like, we are never satisfied with the moment that we're in. At least I have noticed that there's pieces of me that's never satisfied in the moment. So with that being said, I'm going to dive a little bit more into that later in the episode, but I wanted to talk about taking action when you're feeling low vibe or depressed, which was a question. And I think this is such a good question and so important. So the only action you should be taking in this state is action that will start allowing you to feel more uplifted. So First, let go of all shoulds, let go of all expectations and cut yourself some major slack. Um, I remember from when I was feeling quite down and struggling with depression before I started medication to help with like my anxiety, there was a really fine line between taking zero action and sliding deeper into the hole of depression versus trying to force myself to do what I think I should do and then creating more overwhelm and anxiety and also making things worse. So I really get this struggle and I think it can be really paralyzing to be in this spot. Like that's how I felt, um, just paralyzed by like indecision of what to do and just total overwhelm of everything feeling too hard. So step one is acceptance. You are where you are right now and that is okay. And it's normal to go through higher and lower periods. And the more you accept where you are instead of making yourself wrong and thinking that you should be somewhere else, this is a big theme of today's episode, the faster you will be able to move through this period. So really start practicing radical acceptance, self-love and compassion with yourself during this time. And that's huge. I mean, you should feel a huge sense of relief just from leaning into acceptance and just really repeating yourself like, this is where I'm at right now. And that is okay. That is okay. I want that to be your mantra. And then I would recommend really small baby steps and utilizing the 10 minute rule, which I'm sure I've talked about lots on the podcast before. Like what are the most basic things that help you feel uplifted? Is it a shower? Is it a walk outside? Is it a good book? Maybe it's coffee with a friend or doing a workout. How can you just like love on yourself today? So it can help to kind of put yourself in the frame of mind of like, if I was going to lovingly help a friend in my position, what would I do for them? Or how do I need to be loved today? And how can I give that to myself? So maybe it's like, like, let's say you had a partner and they were like the dream partner. They knew exactly how to make you feel better. And you know what you need. And it's like, you want someone to cook you just a really healthy meal and bring it to you in bed and give you some love and like words of affirmation. Like you can do that for yourself. So Really think about what do I need to do to be loved, to feel loved today? How do I need to feel loved today? And how can I give that to myself? So make a list of small things that you know will help you feel uplifted and then chunk them down into literally just 10 minutes. Like that, and I want you to just tackle one per day as your goal. Like this really obviously varies on like what you would classify in terms of like sometimes we're just having a bad day and we could probably accomplish more. Some days we're really in a low period of depression and even uh, 10 minutes of committing to a shower is too much. So just be realistic with yourself. Like what is the smallest thing that you could do to help yourself feel slightly more uplifted? So 
committing to like a 10 minute walk and then just seeing how you feel before you add anything more onto your plate. And sometimes this is going to feel easy and sometimes it's going to be really hard to do that. So be gentle with yourself. And that's why I literally recommend like literally just 10 minutes, take 10 minutes out of your day to be like, focus on allowing yourself to feel slightly uplifted. So starting with 10 minutes at a time and only focus on things that aren't bringing you more stress and overwhelm. So just things that feel good to you through and through. Like it could, let's say you're in a ton of stress around finances and you know that it would help you feel uplifted to like contact your accountant or like go through your banking. But like that I think is too big of a step. (laughs) It's like that is trying to jump. Even if it is just 10 minutes, you're, you're going to go into like more anxiety and feel very unsafe. So start with the very easy things and you'll slowly start to build momentum. And then once you have some momentum going, then you can start adding on more and literally keep going with 10 minutes at a time. Like that is how I move through low periods, 10 minutes at a time of showing myself lots of love, doing the little things that really uplift me. And like I said, this will gain momentum and traction and you'll be able to add more and sometimes even quicker than you think once you realize, once you really go start with that acceptance and release that pressure on yourself and all the shoulds. So take 10 minutes at a time, repeat to yourself again and again, I feel this and that is okay. Or this is just where I'm at right now and that's okay. Really emphasize that you don't need to force yourself to be in a different place or that you should be somewhere else and fall into that comparison trap. Like you are where you are and it's actually all perfect. And the period of depression that I went through like a really long time ago and the very long struggle of anxiety and binge eating has completely shaped who I am today in all the best ways. Like I have no idea where I'd be if I didn't go through all of that. And in turn, it led me towards mindset and manifestation and self-development and my entire career and my entire life is shaped by those periods of struggle. So I can always look back at those times now with such immense gratitude because it allows me to find such a huge sense of appreciation for my life and my mindset now. Like I'm in awe of how far I've come. So really trust that these periods are actually leading you to something so much greater. They are shaping you for things you don't even realize yet that are going to change your whole life. They're actually a huge important piece of the greater manifestation, even if it seems backwards, but trust that where you are is exactly where you're meant to be. And again, it's okay. It is okay. It's okay. It's okay. So really leaning into that acceptance and utilizing that 10 minute rule and give yourself so much compassion and love and things will start to shift. Like I know it's such a cliche, but this too shall pass and trusting in that bigger picture of life will really help. And then the next question was around how to let go of shame around not making enough money and finding pride in oneself. So this really comes back to the expectation conversation at the beginning and comparison. And the really interesting thing about this question is that I know this person and I know that they have much more money in the bank than me. They just purchased a beautiful home in an exotic location. They are literally living like this dream life. They have everything that I desire and I make myself wrong for not having like having large amounts of savings and owning property. And I have what they desire and they're making themselves wrong for not having like a steady income flow through my business. So can you see how ridiculous our mind is? Like it truly doesn't matter what we have. 
when like we we still live in a state of expecting things to be different and comparing ourselves to where we think we should be and we keep ourselves stuck and unhappy in this state so I just thought that it was such an interesting um comparison because I do know this person and she's literally killing it and um the fact that someone would feel shame around not making enough money when like their life is the epitome of like the dream life and it it just goes to show that no matter what your life looks like we're still going to find something that isn't good enough or isn't right or isn't where we want it to be and we will try to fix it and fixate on it and we hold ourselves back from true happiness so everything we desire is because at the end of the day we think it will make us happier and this is like a huge kind of cosmic joke because it creates this pattern that is impossible to get out of. And I really saw this today when I was kind of planning out this podcast. Like we first part is we think that happiness comes from outside of us and that if we just had X, we would be happier, which leads to fixating on the fact that we don't have X. We think about how we can get X. We try to do all these things like what do we need to fix in order to receive X, which leads to of course, like even if we do release the resistance for a period of time and get X, there's always another X. And this goes on around forever and ever until we die. Like that is the most vicious cycle. And how sad is that? Like I just really noticed that today in in my life of how much I've been waiting for this like next level of my business and becoming a millionaire and all of these things and not appreciating fully just the beauty and like perfectness of the life that I have now if that makes sense and so how do we break the cycle so first we recognize that all happiness comes from within us and chasing anything external in order to feel differently is just entering the cycle again so that's key anytime you are looking towards anything external in order to feel differently you should recognize I'm going into this this vicious cycle that I don't want to be in. But if we just turned our focus instead to finding true happiness and bliss in the present moment, it would always be there. And furthermore, we then enter a state of zero resistance, which leads to receiving all of those desires anyway, which at that point are just bonus things to enjoy and experience. So really the process is like detach from expectation Find happiness in the present moment again and again and allow life to unfold in all its magic. Because what other choice do you have? Like once you kind of see the cycle, you can see that everything you chase is just putting off the ultimate goal, which is happiness. Um, and this has become so clear to me reading The Greatest Secret over again. I feel like I'm really absorbing this knowledge at like a whole other level. And I really recommend that book as well as A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Those are the two ones that really led to me seeing this in like such a bigger way and really recognizing these patterns of like expectation and dissatisfaction that I placed myself in instead of just coming back to the awareness that's already all here now and available to us now. So I hope that makes sense. And the other question was how to get through the waiting period with manifestation, which the answer is <laughs> there is always forevermore for the rest of your life you are going to be waiting for something until we die. So if you just replace that with like, you're literally just waiting to die, which sounds weird. That's what we're doing. Um, so recognize that there's always going to be another thing that we are waiting on. So what do you do in the meantime? 
I mean, obviously live fully and completely in each moment that you can and soak up every single moment of where you are and just become, just live in a place of awareness and recognition for it. It's all perfect right now. It's all in the unfolding. Like really this is leaning into that detachment of the expectations and, and not making things wrong about where we are and you'll be in so much happiness. Like the manifestations are going to flood in anyway. Like the thing that keeps manifestations from us is our resistance and resistance comes from making the stories we tell around where we are or what we should be doing or like the, the resistance is coming from our thoughts, from our mind, from our ego that is creating problems where there aren't actually problems. And when we can release the resistance, everything will will happen in such perfect divine timing. So when you are find yourself waiting for that, waiting for the manifestation, my kind of applicable advice is like, live life as fully as you possibly can right now in this moment and tap into the feeling of having your desire already as much as possible. So I'm obviously waiting for my son to be born and it's so exciting, but I really today spent the whole day being in so much um, presence and gratitude for this moment today, like before everything changes, like went for a walk with Henry and just really recognize like what if I get like choked I, I'm gonna cry talking about this um what if this is our last walk like just the two of us I'm so emotional <laughs> um and like what if this is the last night of just me and Trevor and just like for us to just connect and be together like before there's someone else there all the time and it's like we are so busy to like get we're so we're always rushing to get to the next phase that we're not fully like leaning into where we are presently. So that's what I would really encourage you to do is like get so present to where you are and recognize that this is all part of the unfolding. And the more you can enjoy this moment and the process of it all, the faster it will all come. Um, yeah, so that is my words of wisdom around waiting for the manifestation. Um and yeah, I mean, I'm definitely feeling all the pregnancy hormones today. And just this topic is just so relevant to me right now. So I totally get it. And hopefully this episode helped. I think this was a good one. And then last question was just how to plan for mat leave as an entrepreneur. And I think this is such a good question because obviously when you're an entrepreneur, like you don't get mat leave, you don't get, you don't get paid when you take time off. Um, and I was listening to another person that I follow, Sarah's Day, who's like runs three companies and she didn't take any time off when she had her first born. And I'm so glad that I didn't go that route. She said she really regretted it. But um, I think it's so important that we give ourselves that space. And um, I just knew that was something that I wanted. I want I didn't want to not that my job is like hard or. I have to work really long hours like I could I could probably get by like working just maybe even one hour a day but it's more so about the mind like my mind when you have to be creative and kind of innovative and thinking and writing and creating content like it is a really creative kind of career where I have to like use my brain and tap into my creativity and and it's always on my mind. And I knew that I wanted a 
period of time where I didn't have to feel any pressure to create anything because it really is something that like I have to really like practice like getting into a really good mindset really cultivating creativity really like allowing the inspiration to flow and I know that I just don't even want to be thinking about that when the baby comes I just want to be focused on him and taking care of him and learning how to become a mother and like really embracing that period so all that to say is that um I feel like I really started planning for mat leave um way before I got pregnant I just knew that I wanted my job, my work to be sustainable, regardless of what was happening in my life. And like, where I was a few years ago, like really launching a lot of courses and creating so much content, it wasn't sustainable for like becoming a mother. So that is actually why I created the membership platform is because I knew I wanted to create a place that would be passive income, that would be steady, that would be always coming in, regardless if I was constantly working or not. So, I mean, that's the first thing I did was like really look at my business model and be like, how can I make this really sustainable if I was going to take time off and not constantly have to be posting on Instagram and creating content and and recording podcasts and all those things just to make money. Um, So that was kind of step one was just really looking forward at the time. And then from there, it was building that, which took two years. And now I'm luckily, it's kind of unfolded where I am in that place where it's very sustainable and predictable. And I just have like a certain amount of content that I put out inside the membership every single month, which is like weekly meditations, a daily mindset design every single month and trainings. And I just started like, uh, probably three months ago, I started doubling up what I was doing every week so that I would create in advance. So I started um, recording every Monday. Instead of recording one meditation, I would record two. And instead of doing like um, one day of the daily mindset sign, I would do two days of the day. I just started doubling everything I was doing to start like back creating content in advance, which was really good for me to like be more organized because I'm usually very fly by the seat of my pants type of person when I'm (laughs) creating and it's always like last minute. So it was actually a really good lesson for me in realizing that I could be a lot more organized (laughs) in in my um, business. And that was what I did. I just um, did that all in advance. So now I am sort of sort of officially on mat leave. I'm just doing the things that I really want to do, like record podcasts and make reels and create content that feels really aligned. Um, Going into my mat leave, I have three months of meditations recorded that are just going to go out every single week. I have two months of trainings that are done, like video trainings, and I have two months of daily mindset designs that are done, and then I'm just going to reassess um, in two months and just see how I'm feeling, and um, I just feel very lucky and grateful for you guys like that are part of the membership. Holy shit, I feel like I just had a contraction, um, or something happened there. Ow. Um, oh my God. Can you imagine? I'm just about to do wine and wisdom. I'm going to go into labor. I keep thinking that was going to happen. Um, what was I saying? That was a very distracting, painful feeling. Um, I'm so grateful for you guys that listen to my podcast and share, share my content and join the membership or buy my courses or are just part of my world. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for like allowing me not only to do what I love, but 
also like supporting me as I become a mother over the next few months. And I am, I mean, I'm so excited that you guys are all enjoying my content and my courses and what I'm putting out there. So just a big, big thank you for anyone that is listening to this. You are supporting me. Even if you've never purchased anything of mine, the fact that you listen to my podcast or download my podcast is just like, it makes me so happy. I'm sitting here in a room alone, but I feel like I'm talking to so many people and connecting with you. And I love that feeling so much. So big thank you for being here. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I've got to go do wine and wisdom. So we'll see if I release another podcast or Jaden comes. I'll probably the next podcast will be telling you guys about my birth story and the labor and the unfolding of it all. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll talk to you guys soon.